Hello, everybody, and thank you for downloading episode 22 of We Got This with Mark and Hal, our very first episode as part of the Maximum Fun Podcasting Network. Mark and I are so thrilled to be part of the Maximum Fun family. If you're already an existing subscriber of ours, head over to MaximumFun.org and check out all the great podcasts that they have there. Really funny stuff, engaging stuff, interesting stuff. And if you're a Maximum Fun listener already, and this is your first time listening to our podcast, why not go check out the back catalog of episodes we have? 21 other episodes, lots of stuff, everything from the best Star Wars film to whether or not you should put ketchup on a hot dog. If you're a recent listener to the show or a new listener to the show and you like what you hear, please take a moment to go review and rate us on iTunes. It really does help us to find new listeners. And also, very exciting news, this coming October in New York as part of Comic-Con Super Week, Mark and I are going to be doing a live episode of We Got This with a special guest to be announced. We'll have more details for you soon, but I wanted to get that out there. That's the first time this is being announced anywhere, and we're really excited about it coming up. So that's going to be this October. Look for an announcement soon with more details. And now, without any further ado, episode 22 of We Got This with Mark and Hal on the Maximum Fun Network. Hello, I'm Hal Lublin. And I'm Mark Gagliardi. Since the dawn of humanity, one issue has gone unsettled. With the fate of the world in the balance, we're here to settle once and for all. Shower or bath? That's right. Don't worry, everyone. We got this. Podcasts should have a theme song. Podcasts should not have a theme song. Yes, they should. No, they shouldn't. They sound good. Yeah, but people are just going to skip past it. Hmm. You know what? You're right. We got this. Hello, everybody. I'm Hal Lublin. And I'm Mark Gagliardi. And welcome to We Got This on the Maximum Fun Network. The show that offers definitive answers to dumb debates. Today's topic was suggested by William R. on our Facebook page. And he wants to know whether showers or baths are better. Showers or baths. Yes. Um, I feel like they serve two different functions Okay. in my life. Go ahead. Um, I feel like a shower is for cleaning and a bath is for relaxing. Okay. I, I need to challenge you on this. I'm, okay. I'm going to set you up with a hypothetical. You're, okay. Uh, you're in New York, which as we, as we know, experiences colder winters. Yes. So I want you to transport yourself to the winter time. It's nice and cold outside. It's probably a little cold in the apartment because you don't want to turn the heat up too much and, and get that bill up, right? You're, you're, you're a frugal man. You're a man. Who- I am a fru- I am a frugal man. So. Though I will frequently, if it's too cold, I'll just uh, turn on the oven and stand in front of it with the door open. <laughs> that is not a joke. That is the that is the least frugal thing you could possibly do. Is it? It seems really. I think that oven's got to work really hard to become a space heater. Like ovens aren't <laughs> space heater with a closed door in front of it. You know that, yeah, right? It is absolutely. It is. It's really. Oh, fun. also, I cooked this turkey in a space heater. <laughs> <laughs> You can just sit the turkey in the middle of the room. Oh this God. whole apartment has become my oven. I'm brilliant. <laughs> All right. I'm going to assume <laughs> the, the oven is not open. You're not going to stand in front of the oven. You're, okay. you're going to go take your shower. And you turn on and you get the hot water. It gets nice and steamy in the room. And you step in and you feel the warm water just wash over you. And tell me you don't instantly relax. Uh, I do find it quite relaxing. To be, look, I'm not saying that a shower can't be relaxing or that a bath can't be cleansing. 
Um, I'm saying that I feel for me, they function in two different ways. So it's, it's a bit like comparing apples and oranges. If apples and oranges both got you clean, happened in the bathroom in the exact same spot using the same series of potions. Did you say potions? Yeah, like shampoo and conditioner and soap and all that. <laughs> oh, yes, the wizardry of getting yourself clean. <laughs> I've never yeah. heard of nothing in a bottle of Axe is a potion. Can we just get that oh, clear right now? Everything in a bottle of Axe is a potion. <laughs> that is love potion number one. Is that why it has those weird names? There, there's probably one called Salamander, I bet. <laughs> I'm sure there is. Which got there's it's actually got salamander in it. Yeah. Oh, I love that eye of newt deodorant gel. <laughs> it's so nasty. Hey, hey, does anyone have that shaved unicorn horn uh conditioner? <laughs> or that sodium laureth sulfate conditioner? <laughs> I always wondered what sodium laurel sulfate and sodium laureth sulfate uh what the difference that separated them was because both of them are in all shampoos. It looks like, and clearly I get bored if I'm ever sitting in a bathtub and start reading the, uh, the ingredients on the back of a shampoo bottle. Well, that's, you haven't done proper bath prep, which we'll discuss in a bit, but I also don't, would it be great if there was a product called double, double toil and bubble bath? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Something clean this way comes. Yeah. <laughs> We're both fired. You know what? It was, we've been, we've been with Maximum Fun for a long time and they were good to us. Yeah. So I think it's time we struck out on our own. <laughs> Finally. Finally. <laughs> we got this is back out on the market. Uh, the two of us kill podcasts. We kill the thrilling adventure hour, <laughs> killing Maximum Fun. Yeah. We're a poison. We are a poisonous potion. That can be found in any bathroom labeled shampoo and conditioner. Um, are you a morning shower guy or a night shower guy? I'm a morning shower guy. I, yeah. Very, like if, if I've had like a really long day or if I went and worked out or like whatever, and it's just the, the schedule of the day has gotten me sweaty and grimy. Then I'll take a shower in the evening, but it's really hard. Like I'll do the shower in the evening and then I'll do like a rinse off. In the morning. Like, I still have to yeah. get – and I always get in like, all right, you know what? I'm going to wash my hair because in, during the night, you toss and turn and you sweat and you're dirty again. So you want to take at least a little bit of a shower to get the film off. But your hair really gets greasy. So I'm like, I'm just going to wash my hair. The rest of me is pretty clean. I don't feel grimy. And then I wind up taking a full shower again. Well, yeah, because it's pointless to wash your hair and then be like, well, I'm not going to do the rest. That's like, look, I'm a hooker, but no kissing. Um, it's, I guess it's not quite exactly like that. I hope not. But you're already in the shower. You're already drenched. You're already going to have to do all the other accessories that go along with showering. Uh, then you might as well just lather up, buddy. Yeah. You know? When you're done with the shower, do you leave a 20 on the counter so that the shower can take a taxi home? Yeah. <laughs> Buy yourself something nice. Yeah. Here's a little extra. Now, you take, you're a morning shower guy? I'm always a morning shower guy. Well, I, I also will take showers multiple times. Um, here's the thing. I've, I think I've taken a bath maybe twice in the last year. Okay. And, uh, but I'll take up to three showers in a day. Why do you take three showers in a day? It seems like too many. I, I, well, not every day. Like if I'm at the beach, I'll wake up in the morning, shower, change, go to the beach. Cause I don't go anywhere without. Sh- and then I will, you know, hang out. You get, I don't go anywhere without showering again. 
because I don't go anywhere without showering uh-huh. uh, in the morning first. I can't. I won't leave the house unless I've taken a shower first. I feel like I'm a gross hobo monster if I haven't <laughs> uh, showered in the morning. And showering at night doesn't work for me for the reasons that you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, so if it's a day at the beach like I had last week, uh, I will get up, shower, go to the beach, get sandy and um, and suntan lotion-y. They still call it suntan lotion. How old am I? Jeez. I think they do. What, why? Oh, is it sunscreen now? Sunscreen. Can I tell you it drives me nuts when people call it SPF? <laughs> Just give me some of the SPF. I'm like, that means, uh, that means sun protection factor. It is a measurement on the side of the bottle. Just because the letters SPF are on the front of a bottle doesn't mean that that's what it's called. That's like asking for a box of cereal and being like, Hey man, give me, give me the net weight 16 ounces. <laughs> You know, this is all, this is just the movie Idiocracy finally coming true. Yeah. So everybody keep an eye out at your local Fuddruckers and watch the sign change. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> um, so, so that's what the showers, uh, in the morning. And then I get the gunk on me, you know, from the beach. So I take a shower in the middle afternoon or early evening, which I'll do sometimes in New York too. Like if I'm walking around all day, I get sweaty. Shower before going out for the evening and then, you know, depending on what happens, shower before bed that night. I don't mean depending on what happens, like, hello, you know what I mean? But like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. If some, the, the, the last one is going to be the one at the very, very end of the day. Uh, frequently I'm too tired and just know that I'm getting up in the morning anyway to take one. It still feels like too many showers. All right. The, the morning shower I'm on board with. The middle of the day shower I'm on board with, or the or the the afternoon shower after yeah. a day at the beach, but the evening shower is like, Look, are you? Going, is, yeah, there is an anomaly. Do you, do you go to work at a at the docks or something? <laughs> you have a second job like Kurt Russell and Overboard, where you go and like you're a fishmonger in the evening, and that and that's why you need to shower again. Oh, hey Hal, what? I'm secretly a fishmonger. <laughs> well, glad you tell me. Uh, I'm glad you told me because I'm proud of you. See, I'm not upset. Thanks, man. Oh, thanks, buddy. <laughs> you want to take a shower? No. <laughs> There's magic uh-huh. in there. I'm scared. Uh, so let's talk about environmental impact. Okay. Um, so from my research that is, as everyone knows at this point, is very minimal on this show. A, um, the amount, whether, what, the environmental impact of shower versus bath is based pretty strictly on whether or not you have a low flow shower head. Okay. Um, so a 10 minute, first of all, a 10 minute shower seems long. Oh yeah. How long does it take you to shower? Um, four minutes. Yeah. That's, I try to do four or less. Like everybody wants to be the Roger Bannister of showering. Oh yeah. How low. What's your method? Tell me your method to quick shower. Counting backwards. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I meant at all. Oh, really? Here's what I do. No, I will count. <laughs> Hang on. Let me tell you. Let me finish this. Okay. Uh, I will start at, uh, I try to go like, I guess just over three minutes. I'll start at 200 when I get in the shower. Okay. And I will count backwards one second at a time from 200. And uh, I will be done showering by the end of the 200 seconds. Mississippis or no Mississippis? I mean, as a grown-up, you can kind of tell how long a second is. Oh, you can? 
Yeah. Wait, you can't without saying Mississippi? Well, you have to audibly say Mississippi between seconds to know how long a second takes. Not audibly. I do it like under, I'm like one, two. Like it's in, it's under my breath. Look, I'm so if I'm ever like, oh, Hal, hang on a second, you're like, uh huh. (laughs) Yeah, I, well, I won't even say the her, her, her. Well, sometimes I will. You were that kid. Out loud. You were that kid, weren't you? What kid? That when someone said, "Hold on a second, you're like, "That was one second." No, no. Well, probably sometimes, <laughs> not all the time. Wasn't everybody that kid at least? Yeah, once? To, to like the people that you wanted to be a dick to at that particular moment. <laughs> usually, usually my brother. <laughs> yeah, I would do that to your brother all the time. Yeah. Hey, wait. <laughs> Surprise. I am the wizard of the bathroom. I am all time and no time. Ha 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 ha. Um, uh, but 10 minutes seems long for a shower. Let me get back to this. Yeah, go ahead. 10 minutes seems long for a shower. Um, but if you, the amount of water is, you, there are 2.5 gallons of water, uh, that shoot out through a regular flow waterhead. 2.0 gallons of of water shoot out of a low flow water head per minute. Mm-hmm. And the average bath is, uh, I think 22, uh, 22 gallons. So if you have a low flow water head, it's better to take a 10 minute shower. If you have a, um, if you have a regular flow water head, it's slightly better to take a bath, but nobody showers for 10 minutes. Baths are worse for the environment. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's fair. I say I, I thought it was it's going to be one of those tricks anyway where it's like if you thought you would think that the bathtub uses more water because you can see how much water there is pretty much at all times. With a shower it's constantly going down the drain if you if you have a good drain drainage system. So you you're not even aware of how much it takes and then it's and then like you said it's a function of time. I do think like right. for a 3 to 5 minute shower which is the range you and I fall in is pretty quick. Like I know I've known some people in my life who've taken some long showers and in California, it's a real issue because of the drought right now. Like they're Mm -hmm. really like, there are signs all over the place giving you tips on saving water. One of which is like, I think they say keep your showers to under 10 minutes, probably for that exact reason. And also because your hands will prune up, (laughs) but they'll do that in a bath too. That's true. Um, I've, I went when I'm in California, I don't have my shower beer. Because that takes extra time. <laughs> Tell me you haven't had a beer in the shower. Wait, really? Oh, yeah, of course I have. <laughs> How? Look, you're not a guy that drinks, so you don't understand the joys of the shower beer. This is terrible. This makes me sound like I have a real problem. Um, <laughs> after a long night of drinking or after like an afternoon of you know, some like if, if you're out playing basketball with buddies or out being athletic and moving around and really sweating, then you got to come home, shower, and then go out for the evening. This would be in, on shower number two of the day. Okay. So like a day of hanging out or uh, whatever. Athlete. I can't think of anything athletic to say because I just don't do it usually. Playing some football. Um, well, the, originally I started doing this uh, when I would rollerblade in Chicago. My roommate and I would go rollerblading, and then we'd come back and we'd be all sweaty. And I would jump in the shower, and I would get an ice-cold beer, and there's nothing in the world like the hot – you were talking earlier about how great it feels to have that hot shower water coming down the back of your neck. Mm-hmm. Try that with an ice-cold beer in your hand, my friend. That'll change your life. 
so there you go, everybody. If you are an alcoholic who does, never wants the party to end, it doesn't have to stop just because you step into a place where nobody drinks. Bring that beer in there and, and drink your problems away. You won't remember what happened anyway. It's fine. It's not about drinking your problems. I'm not getting drunk in the shower. It's a beer. I like beer. And uh, it's nice and cold in the hot shower. Shut up, pal. Isn't there, isn't there a verse in Piano Man? Valentine drank in the shower. Right? Remember? <laughs> Why is his name Valentine? Oh, because if his name was Valentine, he'd be drinking in the bath. <laughs> that, it had to fit the meter of the song. And it was Day the only thing I could think of. shower. <laughs> That's Valentine true. Valentine drinks in the bath. Yeah. There's no difference between me drinking with a beer in the shower <laughs> and Meg Ryan having a rolling rock in the bathtub in the movie City of Angels. <laughs> You're right. They're exactly the same. Yeah, I will. I you, look. I'm going to commiserate with you because this is the saddest. This is the saddest moment of my life, probably. Like the moment I looked and went, like, oh, I've I've made a major mistake at some point in my life. It's when we were in our our tour of Australia and New Zealand recently, and they have these night markets in Wellington, and they have all these different like their goods and foods and stuff. So they had like a pie stand, and I got like a little uh, like handmade apple pie, like. Like a single serving, but a generous single serving. And I'm sorry, a single serving of what? Of apple pie. There it is. <laughs> and when we got back to the, I was like, I'm not going to eat it right now. I'd already had a dessert, so I'll put oh, it in, God. in the fridge, and then I can have it later. So the next morning, I woke up before <laughs> Jennifer, and I was like, I kind of want to shower and get my day started, but I'm also really hungry. Oh God! And so I got the apple pie out. Oh, and I God, was eating Al. it. I was like, oh, you know, here's what I'll do is I will eat it slowly over the bathroom sink in case there are crumbs. And then I was like, oh, why not? And I, I stood there in a shower <laughs> getting, getting crumbs and powdered sugar all over myself as I ate an apple pie. And it was like the saddest. I felt like David Hasselhoff on the floor eating that cheeseburger. <laughs> Wait. You were eating this in the shower. In the shower. But my back turned to the water because I didn't want to get it wet. <laughs> oh my God. But conveniently when I was done, all of the, all of the evidence of my, of my shame had washed down the drain. Listen, man, you can't give me grief for drinking a beer in the shower when you ate an apple pie for breakfast in the shower. <laughs> it's just... what is wrong with us? We're degenerate human beings. <laughs> That's I think that's another episode. So, um, so here's another thing we haven't talked. To. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no. Uh, go ahead. I, I was going to ask. Uh, were you always a showerer, even when you were a child? I waited. I was wanting to graduate to shower. Okay. When I was a kid, I remember being a uh, little kid in the bathtub and wanting to graduate to the shower because that's what the grown-ups did. You know, you're like a big boy. If you're taking a shower, you're not sitting in a bathtub like some kid. So I would stand up in the bathtub pretending it was the shower. Why I did that, I have no idea. It makes it more difficult to take a bath if you're standing up. Would you throw water in the air and have it drop down on you? <laughs> uh, yes. I got a watering can. I got one of those uh, backyard watering cans and sure. just – Held it over my head for the sprinkle effect. <laughs> um, but then when I moved to showers, there was no turning back for me. Right. Like, uh, I don't, I'm not a, I'm not a big bath guy. Like, 
even in the relaxation setting when I'm like, I'm going to relax and have a bath, girl. Uh, I sit in there for five minutes. And I'm like, it is hot and it is cramped in here. And, <laughs> and I am not as good at cleaning a bathtub as a spa is. <laughs> um, I, I hear that. I, I actually was the same. I was, I graduated to showers. I don't think I was as, as excited to do it because for me, like taking a bath was an event that I mm-hmm. loved. Like I had my bag of toys when I was a kid that were all the bath toys. So oh, sure. You in. still do. You are such a toy guy. I love you toys. and your dad both. I swear. <laughs> I'm sure your dad is somewhere right now sitting in a bathtub with battleships. <laughs> this captain's hat. Yeah. But his battleships are like uh, movie replicas from the movie Battleship that are perfectly accurate and realistic, like yeah. the movie was. Yeah, they're sideshow collectibles. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, did you get the Scott McFarlane bathtub <laughs> set? <laughs> oh, this is a Hasbro exclusive at SDCC. <laughs> Can't wait to dunk it in the bathwater. I wouldn't dunk an SDCC thing in my bathwater. That stuff's gross. It's been sweat on by everybody who's walked past. No, I meant the bathwater was gross. Oh, well, sure. Not the... And then you kind of caught me with that. It's Yeah, it's got the sweat of everybody. And I'm thinking, wait a minute. You don't change your bathwater between people? <laughs> no, we're the Waltons. We have, to, t- we have oh. to make do with what we have. You know what? Sometimes you wake up and you go, today... Pretty sure I'm going to wind up the second guy in the bathwater. <laughs> yeah, when you're the last one in, it basically looks like a gumbo. It's terrible. <laughs> those, you know what? That's what it was like. That's what it was like in those days. Oh. But, like, my main thing in the in the bathtub when I was a kid was reading. I loved to read. And it wasn't like I would get in and for however long the bath took, I would read. Like, oh, I'm, I read a chapter in this book and I'm done. It was like I've got – I've got Henry and Ribsy. I've got a tub full of warm water and I'm just going to sit here and I'm going to read this entire book. And then when I'm done, I will get out. Henry and Ribsy. Henry and Ribsy. Have you, have you never read those? No. Uh, Henry and Ribsy and the Ribsy series, which then became the Beezus and Ramona, uh, series were written by Beverly Cleary. I think. Isn't that, uh, isn't that Kanye nickname? Yes. Beezus. Beezus. Ah. That's a great <laughs> I feel like my oh, this- West sounds like a crow. <laughs> uh look, Hal, you can't have a voice forever. That's true. At a certain point the voices had to run out. Yeah. It just hit my limit. But but those books are about a little boy named Henry Huggins who finds a dog, like a stray dog, who becomes his best friend and they go on a bunch of adventures together. And Ramona and Beezus are two neighborhood girls. Beezus is his friend and Ramona is her little sister. And then at a certain point, the books shift to being about Ramona growing up and going mm-hmm. from being a little girl to like a 12 or 13 year old girl. But I read probably through the, the mid to late eighties, every book that had been written up to that point. And there were no kidding. quite a few and they were great. They're great. I read Ramona Quimby age eight. Sure. And then I switched over to Judy Bloom because I have literary taste. <laughs> what, you you switched to what was Super Fudge? Isn't that one of the Super Fudge was a great one. Tales of a Fourth Grade Nothing. Are you there, God? Um, it's me, Margaret. Are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. Uh, and then the Ray Stevens song, "It's Me Again." 
Wait, what is the Ray Stevens song? There's a Ray Stevens song called It's Me Again, Margaret. And I never thought of putting the two together until you just said that. <laughs> Do you think like God won't stop calling? <laughs> no, it's the song is about a pervert calling a girl. Oh, fantastic. Uh, from a payphone. So are you calling God a pervert calling a girl from a payphone? Well, that's Ray Stevens is clearly. <laughs> well, that's Ray Stevens for you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> What were we talking about? Oh, we were talking about transitioning to, um, from, oh, yes, shower. So, like, wait, I have a question. If we can go back, how were you reading in a bathtub? I could never do that because I would get a book wet as a kid in a bathtub. Yeah. I, I, I I didn't have the discipline to not splash everywhere. I would lay back and I would hold the book almost upside down, like almost like over top. Mm hmm. But it was very important that I not get that book wet. And some books got wet, but I was able to dry – like not like soaked. Like they got a little splash on them right. or something. But I was very careful to keep them – to keep them dry because then I could read them again. Like I would read books over and over. I, I read a lot of Archie Double Digests in the in the bathtub as well. A lot of Archies. Hey, you would read books more than once? Sure. Still? N- not anymore. No. When I was a kid, I loved the story so much. I was like, you know – this is a this is a Henry in the Clubhouse kind of night. <laughs> I was basically a middle aged woman in a young boy's body. <laughs> yeah, I'm picturing you there in the bathtub, kickback, reading Fifty Shades of Grey, probably or <laughs> Ramona, take me oh. away. My God, nobody, nobody. Uh, there, I bet you there are a bunch of people who do not get what I just referenced. No, do you know what I was referencing? Calgon, of course. Come on. The most famous – now, bubble baths. Are we counting bubble baths in the world of baths? Yes. Why wouldn't we? Because what, but, wait, there are non-bubble baths? <laughs> There's, they're great. Bubble baths are awesome. And they're still – like now – here's what happens. As a kid, you get the pink Mr. Bubble mm-hmm. and then you you use way too much of it. Like it lasts for two baths if you're lucky. <laughs> Yeah, because you can't like, oh, the bubbles are, I got to get more bubbles in here. You become like yeah. obsessed. Yeah. Um, and then when you're, yeah, adult, it's the, it's the cocaine of cleaning yourself. Yeah. They, <laughs> they go, the bubbles go from being a uh, fake beard and hair to <laughs> being relaxation. <laughs> oh, nope. Still beard and hair. <laughs> well, you're just relaxing that part of your scalp just, and face. Yeah. I'm just relaxing in the bath, looking like a gnome. <laughs> Talking about travelocity yeah. to the wall. Go and smell the roses. <laughs> but bubble, but like that's the thing. It's like the bubble bath is a permanent fixture in people's lives. Like mm-hmm. that is relaxation. It is fun when you're a kid, and it's fun and relaxation when you're an adult. You put like scents in and salts. You can put things in that make that literally turn the entire bath into a potion. Yeah. Potion baths, uh, I like better than just like a cleaning bath. Yeah. Although. Like an Epsom, an Epsom salt bath, if you really need it, like for muscle aches, is really great. Sure. Although the thing is, that becomes a bath that you have, you have to follow up with a shower, because you have to wash off whatever, whatever you were soaking in. Yeah. But, um, you know, that just speaks of the impact of the bath. But sorry, what, what I interrupted you before. You're going to delve back into your copious amounts of research. Oh, I don't remember. What was I talking about? <laughs> I've, I've <laughs> I was able to lure you out of whatever point you were going to. Make. Yeah, I guess I'm just I guess I'm just not a bath fan because 
it it feels like it feels like you're sitting in pond water. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't want like I don't want to clean my body off mm-hmm. and then sit in it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Seems gross to me. Yeah. Well, you could you could start by washing just with the faucet going, and then let that drain, and then fill the bathtub up. Uh, you're why not, would you're I? Not why you're, are you talking about showering before I take a bath? No, no, not shower. Like you're bathing, and in the early part, you're maybe leaving the the stopper out, or you're leaving the drain open. You're washing off, so that wash. Then I'm away. not taking a bath. I'm just sitting down for a low ground shower. <laughs> Doesn't low ground shower sound like a punk band? Oh, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage. Low ground shower. <laughs> I don't know why one of the orcs from Lord of the Rings was uh emceeing that show. Oh, well, he had been a roadie for the Clash. <laughs> right. That's what we're going to do. We're going to put some music on the stage. <laughs> Saruman ain't going to come over to this forest unless you lay out ten bottles of vodka. Have his Gibson amps wired perfectly as per the specifications I gave you. And separate out all his M&Ms into different colors. Oh, right. he's got one of those one of those in his rider. Yeah, that's right. Oh, what a diva. <laughs> that's ridiculous. Yeah. But I will say what, like, I for me, transitioning to showers w- was an issue of time. Because I would take a bath for, like, an hour. 45 minutes, an hour. E- easy. Really? Yeah. When it was time to take a – when I realized, like, oh, I've got to get ready for school or, like, when you get to those teenage years. So do you take a bath in the morning? Because I feel like baths are strictly a nighttime thing. No. I, a bath in the morning before school is – you're going to be late for school. No, no. I would take them at night. But then it started becoming, like, as you get older, you go through puberty. All of a sudden, you start to smell. Mm-hmm. Like – you don't really have a time, oh, man. you know, as a kid, unless you unless you get crazy. Like then during the course of the day, you get crazy, like dirty and sweaty, running around, playing sports, doing whatever. And right. then and then you take a bath at night, and then you're clean for the next day. When you're when you're a teenager, you and you start going through puberty, then like you smell all the time, and you have to. That's why you deodorant, and that's why morning showers. Yeah, everybody's what's. I remember vividly everybody was just learning about hygiene mm-hmm. and had just started needing it. And the eighth grade gym class is probably the foulest <laughs> pit of hell yeah. scent sensation that you can deal with. It just smells sour. <laughs> yes, it does. It's so gross. Well, and it's always maybe I'm always nervous that like there are people who there there are two types of smelly people. <laughs> one is just the smelly people who are closers and losers yeah. <laughs> one is i'm sorry to interrupt no. one is what one is one one are the people one one type is the type of person who smells really bad and just is completely oblivious to it and nobody ever tells them mm-hmm. then there's the person who smells really bad and sort of admits it like tries to disarm it but at the same time, they're telling you that they're aware of it. They're also telling you they're not going to do anything about it right away. What? Why do those people do that? I don't. I don't. You know. I don't know. Uh, I feel like they feel like they've disarmed it at that point. 
So it's over, but the smell remains is the problem. It's not over. If you want to disarm it, spray some of that Axe body spray on yourself. Don't do that. That'll make it worse. No, Axe body spray is great. But it's gasoline on a fire. Wait, do you use Axe body spray? No, but the guy that runs my bodega does, and I always think he smells pleasant. (laughs) How do you know that? Because you can tell. It's either Tag or Axe. It's one of the two. Does Tag still exist? I feel like it probably does. But only in like the ninety nine cent store, right? Which one is the is the broier brand? Is it Axe? I feel like Axe is the one that won. They were equally broy, yeah. But Axe is the one that won. <laughs> the great bro wars have ended, and only right? one brand stands atop. Oh, you want to go full bro? I used to in high school. I used to wear Woods, which was the Abercrombie and Fitch cologne that they used to spray around the store. <laughs> yeah, man. I was all about it. You walked in, you were like, oh, I, w- I want to smell like this store. Oh, yeah. Well, that store smelled great. I was a cologne guy in high school. I was terrified of smelling because, I, you know, you, you're going through puberty or you have gone through puberty. You're a, a upcoming adult. You're in high school. Life is tough enough as it is. You don't want to be the guy who is the smelly guy that doesn't realize you don't want to be that first type of smelly person yeah you don't want to be smelly mark because you would have been smelly yeah, mark exactly uh <laughs> and i didn't want to be smelly mark so i guess i became smelly mark because i aired on the other side like many high schoolers do right and i would hose down in some cologne oh i can't yeah. i i think i've worn cologne maybe 10 times in my life Oh, really? I've, I've worn through 10 bottles of cologne in my life. I, my cologne would go, I would have it for so long that it would go bad, which doesn't, I mean, it doesn't like rot or anything. It just doesn't smell as good. Right. Like it turns at a certain point. And I got sure. that, that with every single, whether I had like a bottle of Armani, a bottle of Calvin Klein or like whatever, whatever I got back in the eighties did not mm-hmm. hold up through the nineties. And I it eventually got to the point where I was like, Oh, I'll, I can use like, a nice arm and hammer deodorant and it'll be fine. There won't be a smell and I keep myself clean. So I'm generally not a smelly person. I hope we you look be you, number one. No, you, Hal, you are not a smelly person. We have room together on several occasions. Good. You are, you are, uh, you are a, uh, a nose ninja. Good. Yeah. That's what I like to hear. <laughs> Uh, I went through all of the, I went through all of the phases of, of popular colognes in my hometown, which I assume they were the nationally popular brands. Uh, when it, it started with Cool Water by Davidoff and then everybody got super into Dracar. So I had Dracar Noir <laughs> and then Calvin Klein came out with CK1, which was the cologne for a man or a woman. Amazing. <laughs> I remember that. Oh yeah. And I, you know, so I had to try that one out, which as a kid is big because if you you don't want to be the kid wearing perfume. That's true. <laughs> but it wasn't perfume. It was a scent for everyone. One. CK one. What did it smell like? Do you remember? Uh, it smelled like androgyny. <laughs> it smelled like both pink and blue cigars at the same time. It had both uh, puppy dog tails and sugar and spice. Exactly. Elements of both genders in one scent. 
That is a terrible biology teacher that told him that boys had snakes and snails and puppy dog tails and girls were made of sugar and spice and everything nice. <laughs> well, that was the probably the early part of the feminist movement. That was like yeah. the closest in the, in the <laughs> like the horrific days of humanity. That's the clo- they could be like you guys are made of animal parts and we're really cool. <laughs> Burn that woman. She's a witch for saying that this penis of mine is a puppy dog tail. Yeah, how dare she? <laughs> Burn her! Oh my god. So. <laughs> we haven't said penis on an episode in a long time. Yeah, well that's because we used all of them up in the episode we did with Greg and Kim. That's true. Well, you know Greg and Kim. That's, that's all they talk about. That's true. Their favorite, their favorite subject as, for, as far as we know. <laughs> um, so yeah, are there any other distinguishing factors you found in research that you think should factor into this decision of bath or shower um i mean not really because the only thing that people ever seem to put up online is the uh is the environmental impact that's the only thing people online seem to care about so so in terms of comfort Mm -hmm. i know that like most standard bathtubs when you grow to be an adult-sized man maybe don't fit you as well you can't comfortably get into them which is why like the bath isn't as great but like a larger like a soaking bath is is really cool but conversely there are showers and I don't know. I assume that they're more prevalent in New York than they are in other places where you don't have a ton of room to to do your showering or the shower head can be too low. So you have to like crouch down to wash your yeah. face. Like there's a lot that can be said comfort wise for for a bath over a shower or a shower not being nearly as comfortable as a bath. Have you, well, have it's you not, had showers like that? I have had showers like that. It's. Uh, I stayed at a friend's house whose shower head was weirdly low because he's a really tall guy. Uh-huh. Um, and I just thought that was amusing. It didn't bother me. That never really bothered me. The only thing that is to me a factor is I like a shower head that you can pull off that's got the hose attached. So you can use it as a microphone? So, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, well, for a couple of reasons. One, I like it, it keeps me from doing the little pirouettes uh in the shower all morning. Okay. I can just grab this thing and, you know, rinse off. Um the second thing is it's easier to get all the nooks and crannies. True. And the third thing is uh I like to aim the water up, like just have the tilt, you know, hold the thing sideways so the water's going straight up because it looks like the Bellagio fountain. <laughs> I'm glad and, that you found a way to make showers the most immature thing. Yeah. And putting a low flow head on a shower, it really doesn't go that high up. You really see the difference. Uh, <laughs> look, I know I'm supposed to be environmentally uh, conscious. I'm not a fan of the low flow shower head. Okay. I want the, the, oh, one of my pet peeves is a trickle of a shower. Yes. Like, give me a blasting shower. I want a fire hose shower. Yes, me too. Oh, man. And I won't take long. And I used to, like, um, in our house, we actually had one that was handheld for a very long time. My parents did. Um, I think maybe even when we, when we only had one, when we were in a house that only had one, uh, bathroom shower. And it was mm-hmm. a shower head you could bring down and there was a dial on it. So you could change whether it was a regular sort of spray shower or the massaging. Oh, the shower massager. Sure. That stuff was great. Yeah. I I I love that. I'm talking about it like it doesn't exist anymore. Like that technology is gone. I know it's it's perfect. I've been in many a shower head is a uh, shower massager. Yeah. Especially in hotels. 
Right. And the other thing with hotels, especially in like Europe and, and in Oceana where we visited, we're almost – Oceana sounds like – I've never heard it referred to as that. It sounds like we were in exotic, mythical land that we had to take a dirigible to get to. I'm, <laughs> it took us 80 days to get there. <laughs> we got – we were all those bikes. <laughs> Oceania. <laughs> Look, I know I'm the only one who calls it that, but I, but Australia, New Zealand, that's a lot of syllables to say. So all the showers there were like the kind where that, that here would be more reserved for like a handicap shower mm-hmm. where it's on a, like a bar. So it slides up and down for different heights and then you take, you take it off, but you never really get the overhead shower experience if you want. Well, it. I think that is, I think that is why it's there because it's a handicap shower and. Like that, you know, all other things being equal, just put that in the room so a handicapped person can stay in any room in the hotel. Would also feel, it also feels like a style that is more popular there than it is here. Although maybe it's in America, we're like, who cares? Yeah. Get one just, room. Put, just put two of them in there. We're never going to have more than one cripple staying in this hotel at yeah. once. <laughs> oh, yeah. America. We are such jerks to our country. Let's be nicer to America. We're sorry, America. We didn't mean to make fun of you. Well, America, you got to shape up or ship out. Uh, shipping out is not an option. All right. Well, Large land up. Large landmass. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> so um, have you ever been in the shower where you have almost too much room? Uh, yes. I was at a shower. We rented a house once for a, uh, for a bachelor party. Mm-hmm. And the master suite uh, of this house had a shower that had, it was just like a giant, uh, room. It looked like a jail cell and it had a shower head. It had a glass door on one wall and giant shower heads on three other walls. Oh, sure. So I turned on all three and aimed them at myself. Like I was, uh, like I was the, the, what's his name from, um, from Guardians of the Galaxy, the Kree guy just standing there getting doused. <laughs> <laughs> Ronan the accuser. Yes, Ronan the accuser. <laughs> yeah, you just stand there and just stand there in the middle and allow. Yes, let the water just touch me. <laughs> that was my Ronan the accuser. It sounded more like Buffalo Bill from Sounds of the Lambs, and I scared even myself. <laughs> Ted Levine and Lee Pace both have very deep voices. <laughs> uh, it's me, Ronan. Uh, hello, may I speak to Lee Pace, please? Yeah, this is Lee. Who is this? Lee, hey, it's Ted Levine. Oh, hey, Ted. How are you? Good. You want to go to Barry White's house for dinner? Sounds great. <laughs> I'll call the really tall guy from Rockapella. I'll call Lurch. Was the tall guy from Rockapella the base? He was the where in the world is? Yeah. No, oh, no, he's the Carmen San Diego. Carmen San Diego. Ridiculous. <laughs> So when I was on honeymoon in Maui with Jennifer, we had this bathroom. It was a really big bathroom. And like the shower was almost an offshoot of the whole room. It had a little retaining wall. And then deeper, the deeper you went, you had a full wall and its own lights and everything. And then there was a shower. So there was no shower door or anything. You literally like walked your shower. The shower was like a little hallway and there was Mm -hmm. so much room. It felt like at first I was like, this seems like too much room. And then like, I, is there such a thing as too much room? Well, in a shower, like you don't want to get too far from the water. Like you can get cold if you're if you like a hot shower. So okay, it, it can be enough room that you're that 
you can't properly sort of manage your time in the shower and get like the the best experience. But this right. was like at the end of the honeymoon, I was like, I never want to have a different bathroom experience again ever. Like it was so great. It was like that's that is the gold standard for what a shower should be in any house. <laughs> so this started with. Um, have you ever been in a shower that's just a little too big to this shower is the greatest shower of all time? <laughs> so there's yeah. no such, there is no such thing as too big a shower. Yeah, that's fair. Well, you, it was like staging areas. Like you had the shower area where you got a ton of water because <laughs> there were different, like, uh, there were different shower heads, much like the experience you described. Right. And then, and then there would be like a towel, like you, there would be the hooks where your towels were. So you'd walk a little past that. You'd get mm. to the dry off area and then you could walk into the rest of the, of the bathroom without getting water all over the floor, which drives me insane. That's like the worst part of a shower is, is sometimes water gets all over the floor. What? Close the curtain, man. No, no. Even with the curtain closed, like get a new curtain that doesn't have a hole in it. Well, we have one that doesn't have a hole, but like you step out, you have to dry your feet off before you step out. Like you have to do that in a tub. What's that? You have to do that in a bathtub. That's true. Don't you slam showers. Hal Lublin. I'm just They're saying wonderful. That I love showers. I love I took a shower this morning. It was great. But uh it's not a per we haven't perfected the self-cleansing. We need to walk into like a steam room and just have it have the dirt like lifted off of us immediately. That's that's <laughs> going to be the final stage of the Oh, cleansing. I love that. Is it going to be like a conveyor belt um car wash? Yeah. And while and while you're on it it's going to go dun 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 <laughs> so look forward to that in the future everybody we don't have this futuristic walk through car wash shower thing true what we do have are baths and showers and the listeners are clamoring to know how should they be taking a bath or should they be taking a shower who wins in the epic game the epic no not game the epic matchup to the death of shower versus bath can I have just a brief moment, Mark? Yeah. Baths. It's me, Hal. You might remember me from childhood. I used to love to climb inside, fill you up with warm water, read books, play with boats, play with Star Trek figures. We had a great time. But uh I've grown up now, and it's time for everybody else to grow up too and realize that showers are better than baths. I feel like, I feel like we've both, um, we've both grown up a lot today, Hal. Yeah. I too liked to play in the bath when I was a kid. Yeah. And then very quickly I started playing that the bath was a shower. <laughs> so did you also like, I can't wait to pretend like I have a briefcase and a suit on all the time. Um, yes, I did. <laughs> I carried a briefcase around. Would you go knock on, on neighbors, uh, neighbors doors and be like, is Tommy home? I want to play middle manager. <laughs> He's got a meeting at 415. <laughs> um, yeah, showers win. Yeah. Everybody out there, uh, who enjoys taking a bath, you are no longer allowed to enjoy it. Get in no, a refreshing no. shower. Look, if you like baths, you're allowed to like having a bath. You can take a bath. Baths are very relaxing for many people. But as soon as you're done taking a bath, 
please take a shower to wipe that disgusting bath off of you. Yeah. That, well, what we're really saying here is we're, we're talking about cleansing and ba- and showers also very relaxing. But if you need to get clean, you need to shower. It's less water used if you do it properly. And, and it's a cleaner way to be. So for the sake of yourself and the sake of everybody out there that you encounter on a daily basis, shower it off. Hit the showers, people. Shower it off, shower it off, shower it off, shower it off. Folks, that, that, there you go. Another argument has been settled, but we know that there are more arguments. We want you to let us know what topics you want us to tackle on your behalf. So you can email us at wegotthispodcast at gmail.com with your ideas. You can reach out to us on Twitter at we got this tweets. Or just like William R. did, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash we got this podcast. Thank you to Ken Plume, who did all the mixing and mastering on this episode and making us sound very nice for you. And as always, thanks to our two amazing musician tag team, Jonathan Dinerstein with our score and Mike Furman with our hilarious song. And thank you to Jesse Thorne and everybody at Maximum Fun for giving us a home on the internet. Oh, we're home, finally. For Mark Gagliardi, I'm Hal Loveland. For Hal Loveland, I'm Mark Gagliardi. And don't worry, everyone. We got this. We got this. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.